expected. You can't, you can't see it. All right, I think I'm guessing this is the. Here we go. Okay, we did hey it, guys. Welcome to episode uh, 166 of CMD Towers Brews and Kombuchas. I'm just kidding. It's filled. Uh, I'm Miss Commodore Number Five, and my fellow host did brave a lift through the snow on this apocalypse. Because. It's not even that bad out. Hey, cats and kittens. Also, so this is something that perturbs me with Kansas, right? What perturbs you? A lot of things, as everyone knows, which we don't want to get in. I don't have to go fully into, but like, whenever it snows, like this is the Midwest, right? Especially yep. Kansas. This is like the home of twisters, the home of inclement weather, right? Not it, twister the game, tornado twisters. We have to yes, clarify. Yes, that's very People true. Could be confused. What if it was the home of Twister too? Uh, we are the home of White Castle. Yeah, it's uh, Salina, Kansas. Look yes, uh, sliders. I got an A on my history paper for Kansas history for writing that senior year. So, uh, so, but like, whenever there's inclement weather, the city just goes berserk. Like, people lose their minds. And it's like, yes, okay, fair enough. It's mm. minus four outside. It's cold. It snowed two inches. And like, people are like, my dad's like, I'm not driving in that. Or are you crazy? What if we get marooned? It's like, <laughs> it's not like we're out in Poland. It's not like we're out in the cow field. Like, there's how, like, did you almost say you. Poland? I was, I, was like, oh, I, I was gonna say Poland teats, but because I've been using that expression a lot when I was in Western Kansas. Well, so I, I think the issue is, is I think KC, we've had a lot of people move here that didn't weren't born and raised oh, in, sure. in Kansas. Yeah. So I think we're getting a lot of people, you know, from maybe the Mid South, right. uh, possibly the South, Texas. Southwest, yeah. Texas, and they legit don't know how to deal with it. For example, I know that's been happening to Denver. A lot of people from California and Texas oh. started to move there. Right. And one of my customers, the one that I went out and saw the Chiefs game with, uh, they were telling me that there was a 20-car pileup in downtown Denver because there was one inch of snow on the ground. And I was like, why? And they're like, because people in California and Texas are still driving 80 yeah. miles an hour and just being idiots. Right. But at least, like, things are still open, right, here, yeah. which I like. When it So when I had my first inclement weather experience in – we're recording, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just want to make sure I didn't see I didn't see the caster up. I might have not been looking, paying attention. Anyway, the point is, it's like when we had our first inclement weather, I was like, I want to be up in the mountains, right? I want to be up in the mountains in snow. That's when I car camped, woke up. It was 20 degrees in my car. It was fucking awesome. And then I like ripped it in the forerunner back to town. I was like, oh, Charlotte should be open. I got back there. There's an inch and a half. closed. Yeah, the the entire city, the, the entire South, the entire city shut down. Yes, like nowhere was open. Yep. Some poor poor Dan had to walk like three miles just to go get a twelve pack of seltzers for his girlfriend. And then he got drunk watching football on that Sunday, which ended up being great. But it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah. The like I want to say Memphis, any snow, the the whole city does it's shut done, down. They they right? close yeah. schools. They do everything. Close bus routes. Yeah. Yep. Now I do get it because I didn't realize this. When it's below a certain degrees, they have to cancel school because of the bus system. Because you can't oh, have sure. kids waiting outside in negative five, negative 10. That makes which makes so sense. Yeah. I get that. Even though I'd like to call bullshit, they didn't do that for us in the nineties. It'd be like a foot of snow and it'd be oh, like, yeah. All right, we're still, you're still going, you're, yeah, you're yeah. so you're still going to school. But uh yeah, no. These kids have it so easy today. My my one of my coworkers' kids got to take a sick day because his girlfriend broke up with him. If, and like the school let him take he a just sick took day. He just a sick day and his parents were okay with it. Wow. If I, I was gonna say, if I had a sick day for every time I got dumped in high school, I wouldn't have graduated. <laughs> I would have been behind like a semester. I mean, I, I hate to say it though, I had a lot of sick days senior year, and my my mom, they, my parents just did not yeah. care. I, I wouldn't even go upstairs because we had the. I don't know if you remember, we had an intercom system yeah, in our house. Yeah. I would literally get on the intercom and just be like, "Can you call me in sick? I don't feel good." And she'd be like, "Okay." 
And they just go back and play video games. <laughs> uh, I'd wait for them all. Well, you know, rub a few out, let them all go to Absolutely. work, and then go and play, then go video, play games. video games. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. All right. In there. Well, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And Bruising Builds is our deck tech series. Since we have Conquer the Path 32, tons of EDH themes. Yes, I'm doing the Kevin Smith hands again. We're doing it again. We are theory crafting a deck and holiday movie. The holiday movie does exist, but the deck doesn't yet. And we're going to correlate how this deck is constructed, similar to how beer is brewed. So we broke this down into four different categories. The first one's ramp and setting your board state. We call that grains. And grains are the foundation of every beer. They include both base malts and specialty malts using a 60 to 40 ratio. This helps with the color of the taste, most importantly, the alcohol content of the beer. Decks always need ways to grow, stabilize, and ramp into bigger threats. And just like a grain profile, they usually mix up staples and specialty cards. The next one is how does your board interact with all of your opponents? We call that hops. And hops give the beer its patented bitterness and herbal floral flavors. They grow in a variety of strands and help distinguish subcategories like this. My favorite beer from the Midwest. The pseudo sue. Pseudo sue. This is full of citra. Oh. Kind of gives it a little zip. They grow in a variety of strands and helps us sing with subcategories like IPAs, as I just said. Our hop choices help clear and interact with the boards. Your deck can ultimately do it at once. And then, how does your deck actually close out and win games? We call that yeast. And that's the living microorganisms that eat the sugar from the grain and poop out alcohol and CO2. It helps with the uh, alcohol content and the carbonation. Without yeast, you'd be drinking flat sugar water. And without yeast cards, your deck would meet the goal of actually winning the game. And then we have a key that you need for every mold wine. We have a spice Ooh. section. I like that. Do you like yeah. a mold wine? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right, yeah. I am like good for, put me down for one. I can have one. Uh, not every beer has them. With spices and other additives help separate a normal stock beer from a specialty one. It could be the pepper that turns a stout into jalapeno stout. I really need to change that in my template. Or the additional hops <laughs> that turn IPA into a double IPA. Not every deck has something that makes it pop. But if it does, this is where we generally talk about it. So without further ado, let's get brewing. <sighs> Continuing the Christmas tradition of picking a holiday movie with a legend. I actually chose this particular commander, yeah. Urza, Chief Artificer. And then Big Tuck chose Rudolph and the Island of Misfit Toys yes. as the correlation. So, Tuck, why don't you read Urza? I'll talk about why I chose this for my legend. And then you talk about why you chose this for sure. Rudolph. So, and also, to be fair, he also chose this before I chose Mishra. So I just took that idea right out from under you. Yep. So I appreciate it. But we're talking about the brothers, right? It's holiday, you know? Sure. Like my brother. We just beat each other up every season. So hers, a chief artificer, is a legendary creature, human artificer. That's a four or five, and it's mythic. For three colorless, an esper, that's a white, a blue, and a black. It has a lot of text on it. So let's buckle in here. So number one, affinity for artifact creatures. So this spell costs one less for each artifact creature you control. Artifact creatures you control at Menace, which is awesome. Yep. At the beginning of your end step, create a 0-0 colorless construct creature token with this creature gets plus one, plus one for each artifact you control. So it's kind of like you pay you pay a couple more mana and you get the Urza ETB every turn, yep. right? Including the turn it comes in. So yeah, so why, what made this jump out to you? So the reason I picked this one is, I think this might actually be an artifact deck I would build. Yeah, oh, sure. It seems interesting. You know, Affinity was that mechanic similar to Infect, that wizard, or uh, even uh, Phyrexian Mana. We'll yeah. never do this again! Yeah, and then right. they literally bring it again. So I love the Affinity for Artifact Creatures because it being six is a lot. But, I mean, Polydium Mirror, there's a lot of really yeah. cheap-costing Artifact Creatures that can make Urza still come out turn three. Right. Uh, maybe even turn two, potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really like that there is a little bit of degen built mm -hmm. in with that. Sure. The fact that your artifact creatures get menace is fantastic. Yeah. Um, it allows kind of like this cool go mid fluffy kind of type of 
range, but then also gives you built on evasion. Right, right. And once again, you're getting rewarded further with this token that's going to get plus right. one, plus one for each artifact you control. And in Esper, there's tons of ways yeah. to do multiple tokens, get advantage of your tokens. So it just really, all the pieces on it just really screamed like, wow, this could be a fun powerhouse card to play. Completely agree so with why that. Why did you pick the Island of Misfit Toys? Well, because, I mean, we're talking about artifacts. We got sure. to talk about stuff. There's plenty of toys to talk here, right? And I thought, like, I think this is, this is one of the pre-cons, right? I'm pretty sure this is the this is one of the pre-con ones, but they've printed like six Urzas in this set, so yeah. was, who can know? So I thought like giving it, trying to think it through like cards that are a little bit out there, right? Just trying to make them, trying to pick some sweaty picks, mm -hmm. stretching the stretching our brains as far as we could go sure. to try to find these ones out there. I thought it would just be kind of a way to spice this up um, and try to make it something that's just not just the stock thing, right? Yeah. Like, I think this is a this is going to be a really popular commander. Mm -hmm. So there's probably going to be plenty of them on EDH rack, and I think that a lot of people are just going to go copy-paste, right? Yeah. I'm playing Esper Artifacts. Suck it, right? Yeah. Uh, so I thought we could try to find some more fun routes Ooh. there. Okay. Uh, and I think I got some. I think I got a few that are that are going to be a little bit different for okay. me. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, before we get into the deck, uh, we would love for you guys to check out our amazing patron community. Uh, patreon.com slash cmd tower and one of our patrons is even watching now good old spencer rabbits did confirm this is the free con thank you spencer and you know by doing that from three dollars on up there's a myriad of different ways that you guys really can help support our channel you could almost say you become the affinity to keeping the lights on oh Ooh. uh so if you guys can do anything this holiday season or in the future just patreon.com slash cmd tower and always remember that Beyond our first tier, the other tiers do get you a little bit of our swag, and it's cheaper yes. than if you just go to our Etsy store and buy it, which you'll hear about later. So uh, <laughs> we'll let's get, get, we'll in get into it. to the grain section. And Tuck, uh, why don't you start okay. first? What's the first grain card you want to talk about? All right, so I went and did a deep search into the Isle of Misfit Toys. Okay. It's similar, in about the same depth of a, in similar scope to Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. So... One of the toys was a bird that swims. Okay. All right. So what kind of bird doesn't need oxygen and could hypothetically go underwater? I mean, I'm going to assume you're going to say Onothopter of Paradise. Ornithopter of Paradise. We'll get to that later. <laughs> That's a good one. But this one is, of course, Joyer's Foxtrot. Oh, my God. Joyer's familiar. This card's amazing. Uh, four colorless for an artifact creature bird. So it doesn't have to breathe, you would assume, right? So you go underwater. It's a 2-2 flyer. So you're chipping in with flying and menace. And then most sure. importantly, historic spells you cost cast one less to cast, right? It's nice. And I think what, we've talked about this a lot on... We talked about this a lot on the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I love the fact that it's not just artifacts, right? Because yeah. there are a lot of legendary creatures and planeswalkers and stuff like that that really fuel into this. Sure. So for me, I think it's worth the extra full, extra mana or two to have something that's going to help out long term game. And it's I'm really trying to focus in on creatures. Okay. So get them with a menace. So I I don't hate it. It's just I feel like this card has been outclassed. You think so? Uh, four mana is a lot. It's a lot. And I mean the historic spells cost one less. The fact that it is going to go across your legendaries and your artifacts is really nice. So I would say if you're able to get four cards reduced off of this, then it kind of pays for itself. Sure. Yeah. You know I do I wish it was three mana. Yes. Yes. And so for me, I think this would be if if I and I think I will build this deck oh. at some point. This to me would be the hundred and one card. And then I would have to go in and say, okay, let me count my mana rocks. Yep. Do I, do I feel like I have plenty? And if right. I have plenty, then I'll go ahead and keep it. 
but if th- it's this or a mana rock and I have to choose, I'd probably so go mana yeah. rock. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. At least it's a mana rock, though. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, my next one, you know, I, I tried to think a little bit into the. Uh, so a lot of my picks have to do with the the conglomerate of the toys because that's oh, really kind of how the, I looked at Mishra. Yeah, yeah, Mishra to me really is Rudolph or the dentist. Yeah. Sure. I can't, can't remember his name. It's not Jerry, uh, but it's something very generic. It's Hermie. Hermie. Hermie the dentist. Hermie the elf. So, you know, you could kind of say they're either, but, you know, they're the ones kind of rallying the troops, yeah. rallying the toys. And so I thought Thopter Spy Network Whoa. is kind of a creative way to, like, kind of get the big island. So yeah. Thopter Spy Network, two colorless blue-blue enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control an artifact, create a 1-1 one, one colorless Thopter artifact creature token with flying, a.k.a. Literally, the island just keeps growing with, you know, these reject toys. And so every upkeep, we're constantly adding a new toy to the island. Um, And then whenever one or more artifact creatures you control deal combat damage to a player, draw a card. Once again, the island is constantly being plentiful with resources throughout the movie because the toys are getting neglected. Yeah, I love it. And also remember, everyone, because this is a mechanic. This is like the wording I... Because for me, this is just like, oh, okay, you. This is one card draw a turn. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's up to three, right? Because you could deal damage to multiple players. They actually don't have the rule on. Oh wait, here. the last ability will trigger at most one combat, one once per combat damage step per player. Per <laughs> player. Ha! There, there you go. go. So this card's awesome, right? Like we already have. Like I, I think this is a great pick. I think Thopter Spy Network is a slam dunk in here. It gives you your creature, it gives you your card draw, and we're adding. I think you could also even argue this is potentially Rudolph's lesser brethren because they're oh, flyers fair but they're little boys right that's fair this is like the blitzens of the world right no one gives a shit about no one gives a shit about yeah, yeah. no one likes, no one likes Dash your f off yeah. right just draw me my card and get out of the way for the good stuff all right well what is your next pick okay so my next one this one is you're you're only gonna like it because of the misfit toy it represents i'm <laughs> wagering to guess this card is not gonna be the one that you're gonna like stuff you all so we have we have a boat that can't stay afloat Okay. So I really went into boats, right? And it yeah. turns out there's not a lot of good ones unless you're running straight artifacts and vehicles. Okay. And there was a minute where I was actually building this vehicle. I had to stop myself. <laughs> be like, this is not this is not the deck. This is not good. Boat. But there is one that I thought was funny because this boat will end up capsizing and turn into a land. Okay. And it's Conqueror's Galleon. Okay. So let me let me load it up here. Scryfall. So I think it's what four colorless, and that's it for a two ten. Artifact creature? Did Scryfall just shit the bed? I think it did. All right. Or it's, was it Magic Info now? Or was it my internet that went? No, 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 no. Because I'm I'm loading it up. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, we gotta go to Gatherer. So while he's doing that, okay, here we go. We, yep, here we go. Okay, so four colorless for a two ten artifact vehicle. That's okay. crew four, right? We're gonna be able to do that lickety split with our artifact, whatever we want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Well, plenty of things to do. There's a couple mirror, perhaps a couple thopters, that sort of thing. So when it attacks. Exile at the end of combat, it capsizes, but comes back as land. So it turns into Conqueror's Foothold. Tap and add a colorless to your mana pool. Two tap, draw a card, then discard a card. Four tap, draw a card. Six tap, return target card from your graveyard to your hand. Whoa, so many so, things. So, like I said, is it a little, it's a little sweaty. It's a little sweaty, yeah. right? But I think this is kind of like, could be a fun inclusion if you're trying to spice this up a little bit. Because we will have plenty of things to crew this way. Sure. So I don't hate it. It's not great but i mean for so for me as a player this kind of helps fit a niche 
usually don't run a lot of card draw. So <laughs> I, I do I like the force fact you. that I can I can at least, you know, ancient tomb myself or soul ring, draw a card, discard a card. Yeah. Uh, or if I really want to pay for it because I don't want to discard, you know, do that. And the fact that it also does produce some mana yeah, is right. nice. I just wish that this was a May ability. Right. In case we wanted to keep it out there to help us pay down for Urza yeah. as a creature. Oh, for sure. So that that's that's the only drawback, but it's a kind of small drawback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wow. I'm, su I'm surprised you like that one. <laughs> All right. It makes me feel a little better. All right. <clears throat> so we're going to go with, with a staple. Okay. Anointed procession. Oh, sure. Yeah. You, you got to have it in here. Um, three colorless white enchantment. But in effect, would create one or more tokens of your control. Trace twice that many tokens instead. Once again, this is all about the island producing and producing and producing and getting all yeah. these like rejected toys. But I think for this deck, we're going to have enough token production through the smothering types of the world. Absolutely. The Urzas, yeah. because you'll probably have all of the Urzas that are applicable in the deck. I would deck. think so, yeah. yeah, for sure. And so, you know, as many ways as that we can produce multiple artifact creatures. So once again, because I do think Urza is going to be removal bait. Big time. Big time. And he costs six. Yeah. Right? So. And, and then you start adding in command tax, but that will get paid down for the affinity, which is right. nice. Oh, true, true, true. So it's one of those things like, I think, I think mid to late game, you're going to need like eight creatures out if you want Urza to only cost like the three pips and like one right. colorless. Yeah. It's going to get removed quite a bit. So I think this is unfortunately a devil that you have to have in the deck right. versus we've talked sometimes like uh, i don't know if i'll run doubling season i could just run parallel oh, lives yep. or you know i'll just do one i don't need all the token all producers yeah. and i think for this deck though you do yeah i agree with that as well so do you think that thematically this is the workshop or Ooh. is this uh is this well i guess it's a procession okay it's a workshop right <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> is this like when rudolph comes back and saves christmas well, there's not like a parade for him no because right? okay. no one gives a shit about rudolph i was, tr I was trying to find this to watch okay. uh, with my niece and nephew this movie. $9 to buy. Okay. I'm not paying $9 for a movie to watch once. I guess I'm paying 16 today. So there you go. Uh, I think the crazier thing is, as a, is growing up, I always thought that movie was made in like the 60s or 70s. The movie was made in 2002. No, no, no. That's a new 2001. one. There's two, there's two now. There's the original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, where he goes on the adventure to the Misfit Toys. Then, the, then they made a sequel, like, eight, like four years later. Yeah, and that's later. the Island of Misfit Toys. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the one we're talking about. Correct. Yeah. Or kind of both, I guess. Well, see, but it's still, like, that second one, I have it ingrained in my head that that oh. had come out. Because oh, it looks yeah, yeah, yeah. so old, right, with, the, with the stop motion? Yeah. yeah. So, all right, well, what's your last grain? All right, you stole it from me. We are doing Ornithopter of Paradise because it's an all-star. <laughs> but this one's a winged bear, right? Because it's not supposed to fly. It's okay. kind of supposed to be a bird, and it's got wings on it. So Ornithopter of Paradise is one of my favorite cards that's come out in the last few years because I love my thopters. Uh, two colorless for an artifact creature, thopter. It's flying, and it taps for a mana, and it's an O2. So if you get something in there that pumps all of your creatures, you have something that has evasion. It pays down for Urza twice, kind of, when you think yeah. about it, right? Which is why I like these artifact creatures that tap as well. Oh, yeah. Affinity doesn't matter. So bring out your mirrors, bring out your thopters, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, no, I slam dunk. Yeah, I mean, and, it's good, and, right? Well, and I feel like, do you feel like this card, it's hard to say staple, but if you think about it, it's kind of like an arcane signet. Yeah, so oh, arcane yeah. signet's kind of become a staple in every commander deck. Mm. Do you just run Ornithopter of Paradise I, regardless? I do if if I care about creatures or artifacts. If there's any sort of what, what if you don't? What if you don't care about either? You just want you just want more cheap, low to the ground mana rocks. I think this is okay. I'll do you one better, right? Okay. 
So I think this is a replacement for any of the two drop. If if you have a two drop artifact in your deck that comes into play tapped, okay. like um, Cold Seal Heart or something okay. like that, out, this is in. Okay. Almost every time, I think. Okay. So I love it. And it's like, what, 30 cents on the dollar? 17 cents on the dollar? Yeah, that's so cheap. It's great. So I, I agree with you. I think this card needs to be played way more often. Well, and the crazy thing is the 17 cent one is the old board. Oh, yeah. Which I think that looks way better. That, does look, that looks awesome. Yeah. Coming to, coming to a deck near you, several of them. All right. Well, my last one, it's I'm all in on the island. Okay. Celadar Retreat. Oh, okay. Um, three colorless white enchantment. Landfall. Whenever a land ETB is under your control, choose one. Create a 2-2 white cat beast creature token. It's a non-bow with the affinity for artifact piece, but it's going into our tokens. Sure. Um, producing additional toys for the island. But then also put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control, and then they gain Vidge until end of yeah. turn. I think that is insanely powerful for this deck when I've already mentioned like mid to late game, you probably need eight plus artifact creatures on your board. Yeah. How about I just added eight power for the turn? They all have Menace and Vigilant. Yeah, it's incredible. I think this, so do you think that this card would be way less, I agree with you 100%. Do you think it'd be way less playable if it was like the cons or dragon style? Where when it ETBs, you have to choose yep. one. That's like way, that's like way worse. Significantly worse. Yes. Right? Significantly worse. So, and even here, we're going to be playing our land drops, right? We're playing yep. Esper. So, we're going to be drawing punch piles of cards. You're going to be able to go off with this big time. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up our grain section. And we would love for you guys to check out our amazing Etsy store, Etsy.com, CMD Tower in the search bar. Another holiday sweater purchased yesterday, right after the cast. Are you running, are you running low on those? I'm running low. Uh, on mediums and three XLs because those are the two sizes that I just <laughs> didn't do a lot yeah. of. I think it was like five and five XLs, plenty, plenty of double XLs, which I usually recommend because, like, if you want to anticipate for some shrinkage, yep. Oh, we're all we're all doing that, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, probably ten. I mean, I, I probably collectively only have forty sweaters left. Wow. Okay. So yeah, definitely uh, check it out. But we also get our foil play mats, all the stuff you might need for your Magic the Gathering set. And just so you guys know, we did update the site, but when your order is over 35 bucks, you get free priority shipping. So that's oh. like two day, three day shipping yeah. tops. Suck um, on that, Bezos. Yeah, Bezos. <laughs> so uh, if you guys could, Etsy.com, CMD Tower in the search bar. Yeah. Now we're going to head over to the hop section and I'll kick this off. So this card to me screamed Hermie the Dentist. Okay. Because the whole thing is Rudolph is going on this adventure with Hermie he's tired of everyone using him as a gimmick with his red nose. Oh, sure. That's yeah. the whole premise. And that's why he and Hermie go off to the island. Because he's like, oh, well, I'll just go with you while you're working on this filling. Right, right, right. So Hermie is someone that as creatures and toys start to come around him, he's always helping. He's always okay, healing. Yeah. And how about Soul Warden oh, in okay, the deck? Yeah. So single white. Can't believe this card is over a dollar. It's a dollar fifty. Uh, on the cheap side. The Soul Sisters, baby. Uh, it's a 1-1, one, one, and whenever another creature enters the battlefield, period, you gain one life. Yeah. So I think with the amount that we are just going to be doing, we're going to be gaining tons yeah. of life. And how many times have we really seen Soul Warden just accidentally keep someone alive? Well, it's just times, like, yeah. dang it, I've, I thought I've done a lot more damage. It's like, yeah, but you guys have played like 15 creatures right. between the three of you. I've exactly. gained 15 life. And with Annoyed Procession, it's going to see every single one of those, yep. right? So yeah, I love it. And the best part of all this... You can get it in gold border. Just because we're now showing the cards. You gotta go to, you oh my gotta, god! I gotta, you gotta go to all. There's print. so many copies of, of Gold I literally could. There we go. There we go. See, does that look beautiful? 
funny thing. It actually cuts off the gold Damn border it. online. <laughs> ah, son of a bitch. Suck it. You got it. You got, you got it all ironed out. <laughs> all right. Well, what is your first hop card? Okay. So this is going to be something that's going to give us a little bit more juice flying. Okay. So there's a train that doesn't have wheels. Okay. Okay. And I was like, what if, because like most ships don't have sentience, right? Okay. So what if there was one that has sentience and a fucking face? Because we're talking about Liberator Urza's Battlethopter. This card, this card is bonkers. Horrifying it's, looking. Okay, I'm not the only one who sees that, right? It's no, creepy. It, it is. It, it, okay, there's many things in magic that if you saw in real life, you would panic. Like a giant spider, perhaps? Yes. <laughs> but this is definitely up there with like Emrakul in the sky or like Kozilek off in if the you distance. you saw this thing coming out, like let's say you're by an airport, right? And you're just like, oh, that's the plane coming down here. And this thing came out. New shorts. Got to yeah. bring your new shorts. So three colorless for a legendary artifact creature Thopter. It's a rare for about a buck 80-ish. So it's a one-two, which kind of sucks. Yep. But it still has uh, a lot of abilities on it. So as flash, it has flying. And then you may cast colorless spells and artifact spells as though they had flash. Oh, right? that's nice. So uh, I think the there's a mirror, that shimmer mirror that does yep. that, but it's only artifact. Right. So you kind of get a little bit juice there. But then also, whenever you cast a spell, if the amount of mana to spent to cast that spell is greater than its power, put a 1-1 counter on it, right? Like that. So again, I think this is going to give you, a, back to our favorite new saying of just playing the game, yep. right? You're going to be casting spells. We're going to be casting artifacts. We're going to be casting creatures because that's what we're doing. So I see this thing kind of getting the value incrementally over sure. time, right? Well, and then the nice thing is because even though you might pay a reduced cost for the spell, when it's on the stack, it looks like total CMC. Right. So, right, right. especially with your command tax and your commander oh, in the sure. affinity, you know, your Urza is always six, eight, ten, twelve, even though you might only be paying three mana to be casting mm -hmm. it. This thing is never going to be a 12 12. Right. But it, so it's always going to get those things from Urza. So I really like that. Now, I think the one thing that you'd have to look at with your deck am I doing more spell casting? Or am I kind of generating more value off activations? Or, to, or like, to, like the Lopter like Sky. Yeah, like, hey, I'm doing landfall triggers to get cast and stuff. I'm not yeah, really right. casting spells. So I, I guess you'd really have to kind of see what your deck strategy <clears throat> is. I don't hate it, though, especially because it does replace Shimmer Mirror, which immediately was the card I was thinking I'd put in the deck. But I would put this in over that. I would think so, it's right, just yeah. additional value. Right, right, right. And, and I think Shimmer Mirror is a 2-2? Two -two? Yeah. 1-1? One, one, something like it's, that. It, with no evasion. Yeah, nothing with on nothing it, on right. it. So I'm only losing one power initially, but, you know, being able to flash this in and then do my colorless and artifact spells is really nice. I'm looking up Shimmer. Okay, so I thought Shimmer Mirror used to be expensive. It's not. It's a 2-2, and it is artifacts, and it's like 20 cents. So. Mm. Outclassed. Audio. Outclassed. All right. So this next card is a fog effect that I am not super hot on normally. I think it's pretty overcosted at five. But to me, this screamed the toys coming and rallying around Rudolph and, oh, yeah. and, and you know, kind of, you know, hey, because I can't remember the big bad's name, but he's just like this grouchy dude in a blimp that's like oh. telling the toys like, nobody loves you. Yeah, you stuff. suck. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's pretty much like me going home, right? Yes, like, absolutely. Everyone's yelling at me from a distance. So Ink Shield, I think, is a good card for the deck, but also good for our team. Yeah. So three colorless Orzhov, that's a white and a black. It's an instant. Prevent all combat damage will be dealt to you this turn. For each one damage prevented this way, create a 2-1 white and black inkling creature token with flying. So yes, once again, Nambo with the artifact aspect, but I think the artifact aspect is only going to be there to reduce Urza and maybe cast stuff uh, cheaper or at flash speed. Yeah. 
but everything else is going to be a go medium or go wide strategy. And, and you'll kind of see that, especially in my yeast package. So I, I don't think it matters that we have cards that are producing non-artifact tokens because they're still going to be helping progress right. the game and, and help us. And this card is going to be something that you are going to be getting smacked around. Yeah. Like people, when they when they see you get Urza turn three, they're like, okay, he has to die. Yeah. And this is something that's going to prevent that. And people are going to be hitting you for a lot. Right. So do I wish it, though, for five mana to just have to prevent all damage that would be dealt to you this turn? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that'd be nice. It's also $10, which is like, Mm-hmm. kind of on the range i think yeah right? but it'll it'll get reprinted it's just because it was in that commander precon yes right and that's yeah. the only time it's ever been printed this is so. going to come up in a secret layer or something obviously right oh hands down so the other thing the thing i really like about this too is like we already talked about how strong vigilance is going to be in this deck so we're gonna have a bunch of artifact creatures that can tap for mana we're gonna get in the damage with them and then yep. we're just waiting right you're yep. like Come on down, right? You got yep. a bunch of flyers, love it, right? Yep. And then the clap back on this, another Felidor Sovereign into mm-hmm. it. It, it. This card's going to be a complete blowout here. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you know what? I guess they couldn't do the remove the combat aspect. Because if it just had prevent all damage that would be dealt to you this turn, you could actually cast it on your own turn. It's an Ancient Tomb yourself. Phyrexian oh, mana. would be, yeah. Oh, man. Channel? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's illegal, but... Yeah, but effectively, it would just be like, okay, I'm going to try to do as much damage to myself. Wait, wait, wait. Couldn't you just do... <laughs> You can just do this in Necropotence and be like, all right, I'm going to pay 30 life. Well, damage is different than loss of life. Is it pay life for Necropotence? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. But any of the stuff that says take damage, yeah. there's plenty of, yeah. oh my gosh. Like, that would be, <laughs> that would be insanity. Awesome. That would be incredible. All right. Well, what is your second hop card? All right. So there was a wind-up mouse and a set of nesting clown dolls. Okay. Right? I think it's in, only in the background. So I was trying to think of something. They're all that, about these background things. I, listen, like I only have whatever Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer wiki has to offer me, right? So I, this was what I was thinking. It's like, okay, I want to find something that is like a an artifact creature itself okay. that also makes more artifact creatures and kind of makes this like weird loop through it, right? Okay. So I came up with this is another new one from Jumpstart, fresh off the course. This one's gonna cost you though, 25 bucks. Lita Mechanical Engineer. So this is gonna have everything that we want going with us, right? So two colorless and a white for a three-three legendary artifact creature artificer, right? Nesting doll, an artificer that's also an artifact with vigilance, which is awesome. Okay. Right? We like that. At the beginning of your end step, untap each other artifact creature. You I control. like that. So you get your kind of pseudo-vigilance in yep. case your fellow retreat doesn't work out. And then three colorless and tap. Or three colorless and a white tap. Create a 5-5 five, five colorless vehicle artifact creature token named Zeppelin with flying and crew three. Just like the guy yelling at them in the Zeppelin, right? <laughs> and it worked out perfectly. So I like this because that 5-5 five, five colorless vehicle with flying yeah. and it's going to have menace. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like if you don't want to swing in with all your two twos and three threes, or the, sure. it's, it's inefficient to do so. Now we have something that we can do with them, right? Yep. We can crew them, we can untap them, tap them for more mana, mm-hmm. kind of build out that sort of like inf- not infinite, but like self feeding loop. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Well, you know, I like that, and I'm, I'm glad that they at least have an artificer as an artifact. Yes, I, so- it always annoys me when an artificer isn't an artifact. Correct. Yeah, but I also like that you know Lita. You know, you could create your vehicle, but Lita can also crew the vehicle. So oh, if you don't want right. to pay the four the next turn, you're going to use all your mana. But you want to leave something else. Like maybe it's a, the only other creature you have is a construct, and it actually is like a 9-9. Nine, nine. You're like, well, I don't want to waste nine. nine, nine. nine. Oh. I don't want to waste nine for my 5-5. Five, five, so I'll tap Lita, crew the vehicle, and then that can go in there and get the yeah. damage. So I like that kind of synergy that they put on the card versus, you know, a non where it might be crew four. And it's like, well, Lita literally only... 
makes the vehicle, which I would actually make more sense. Yeah. Title mechanical engineer. Right. Doesn't say driver. <laughs> All right. Well, my last one is my version of the, the crotchety old old guy. Okay. You know, he's he's basically going in and saying these toys aren't love. You know, the kids throw you, you suck, away. Yeah. You all suck. And what car just screams at the table, you all suck, than Ugin the Spirit Dragon. <laughs> uh, Not only is he crotchety, he is definitely old. Yes. So you got that. Uh, legendary Planeswalker Ugin, plus two. It deals three damage to any target. Effectively, you know, just popping off single toys. Lightning bolts. Minus X. Exile each permanent with mana value X or less. That's one or more colors. Not really an impact our board that much. But I think that is something to, you know, where you get the big board wipe. Yeah. But then also from the story perspective, that's him basically vacuuming up all of the toys on right, right, Zeppelin. Right. And then minus 10, you gain seven life, draw seven cards, and put up the seven permanent cards from your hand on the battlefield. That doesn't really fit the movie. Nope. But uh, it absolutely is a banger. And it's one of those things starting at seven loyalty. It's, it's not, not that, it's, it's not, not that hard. It's not untenable to get there. Yeah. I agree completely. Would you also in this deck run the other Ugin? That's the a colorless a discount. Yeah. Probably. Right. Like I think those are like two really strong planeswalkers in yeah. here. So I think this is great, especially if you're leaning into the token side of things. Mm-hmm. You don't care about board wiping, right? And if you're going yeah. against it, this is like a great token mirror match, right? Yeah. If someone's chasing you or elves or something, those are always permanents, right? Oh, yeah. So you can always point. minus X for zero, wipe out all the other person's uh, toys, right? Or mm-hmm. their el- oh, the elves, right? Yeah. Those bastards in the workshop. And you're going to be left with, uh, with nothing but value in it. Also, I did not. I must have missed this M21 version of Ugin. That is sick. Yeah, looking. that looks good. Good. All right. Well, what's your last hop card? Okay. So this is Rudolph. Okay. And there's a lot of elks in the game. Most of them are bad. Like Burnish Heart is probably the next best one. Well, Burnish Heart's just a dasher. Oh, sure. Yeah, right. Another one. We have... There's another one in there, too. But I was trying to find one that seemed like it had some sort of value into it. Okay. And what is Rudolph but a protection for Santa Slay? And similar scope, how Fae Steed will also protect your board. So two colorless and a double white for a creature elk for 10 cents. Whenever it, it's a 4-4. Whenever it attacks, another target attack, attacking creature you control gains indestructible until end of turn. Whenever a creature or planeswalker you control becomes the target of a spell or an ability an opponent controls, you may draw a card, right? Yep. So he's leading the slay in the front, yeah. maybe to his own detriment. But then he's also keeping it safe for everyone that's in it. Okay. Well, I guess that's kind of it. <laughs> it's, it's a 4-4 elk yeah i mean you know it's it's not terrible we had to get uh, a, we had to get a rudolph in here sure this is literally the best we could do that's fair yeah i, I don't know I, I probably wouldn't include this in here because i don't like the cards where it itself doesn't have evasion oh, but it gives yeah. something else evasion right i'm okay with the ones like there's a pegasus that i think costs two or three it has flying. It's like a two-two, and it's like whenever it attacks, another attacking creature gets flying as well. Yes, right, right, Something right. like that, I'm a little bit better with because it's like, well, at least I could send my flyer. You know, it could go to someone yeah. that's not even that someone I can hit. or anything. Yeah. yeah, but with face seed, yeah, it's a four-four. But someone could be like, well, I don't like the fact that he keeps giving like this ridiculous creature indestructible. Twelve, every... 12 artifact yeah. construct. That's yeah, has, exactly. That so it's like, okay, let's kill the face seed, and so you effectively get it one and done sure. type thing. So. Cute, though, for Rudolph. I'll, I'll give you kudos I'll, there. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the hop section. And now we would love for you guys to check out abyssproxyshop.com. And if you decide to make a purchase there, you get 10% off your order using code CMDTOWER. Plus, that does help the channel with a little bit of kickback from them. 
they are a proxy shop that does our CMD tower command tower proxies. They are the ones that have done all my custom decks. They have a very cool custom catalog that you guys can go search and see all the different requests that they've done for people out there, you know, finding random things on the internet and like, hey, I want that as a magic card. Right. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for a playtest or proxy and your playgroup's good with it, you know, if you got three bucks, you can go get one on there. Yeah. They do foils around $6, high quality stuff, and you're supporting us. So abyssproxyshop.com, code CMD. It also gets the Carol Tucker, my mother's, approval because she liked the artwork that's on the cards oh. uh, the, one, the proxies you gave there we go all right well now we're gonna head over to the yeast section and what did you kind of think of like ways to close out and win the game but still make it seem like a family-friendly film so there's a doll named dolly just line it up just just, just, we're, we're just, just doing just it line it up just line it, it up yeah. it's got to be in here no it <laughs> got to be in here five colorless for stuffy doll baby your favorite you. artifact creature construct the artifact creature gets menace Zero one indestructible. Okay, great. <laughs> it's menace. It is zero one. As it enters the battlefield, choose a player. Whenever it's dealt damage, it deals that much damage to the chosen player. Tap deals one damage to itself. This lightning bolt with with Ujin every turn. Three damage. <laughs> you can just cycle through damage that you can just head but you can just headshot someone else with. Whenever doing it through stuff, you know, deal more damage. It doesn't deal more damage. It does the same amount of damage. But, I can either three someone to the face or three stuffy doll that's yeah, right. But face. this one's uh, this one's from stuffy doll, not Ugin, right? So <laughs> we're moving on. I got so I listen. This is my this is my slap, but I also have a tickle for you that I know you're gonna like. All right, I know you're gonna like that. Well, my next one it's a gamble card in the game of Magic. You've Ooh. talked about this as you don't play it as often because someone else could be doing a tribal deck and it could backfire on you. Okay. But it's an artifact, so it's going to help us with our artifact stuff. And I truly see this as the, you know, once again, the, those kind of all the misfit toys coming together and kind of defeating the final villain. I think it's going to benefit us more than anyone else. So I do think Coat of Arms oh, is worth okay, putting in okay. here. Five colorless artifact. Each creature gets plus one, plus one for each other creature on the battlefield that shares a creature type. So, you know, not, not a lot to say there. I mean, yeah. you know, our constructs are getting plus one, plus one for each artifact. Say, say six of those. Six are of our artifacts are artifact creatures because it's the constructs sure. themselves. Now they're getting an additional six on top of feeding themselves already. Like it's it just seems like this is a way to hey five mana I win the game. So no stuffy doll is a construct. No, so it's gonna it's gonna even it's a minimum it's no. gonna fuck your entire team by one. No. You, so angry. Do you think that if we were doing this non-theme, you could see a construct? Like, this is like Urza's constructs? I mean, if you were just getting really sweaty with it. Yeah, right. If sure. you're just, like, digging deep for it. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Because I think people have tried to do the construct thing before with uh, Mono Blue Urza. Yes, that's and right. And from what I've read, it's just... I think the only, the only one that we ever saw was good was Oob's, like, ogre guy. Mm -hmm. Right? That was pretty cool. Like, yeah. the Mono Red constructs, so... But I'm saying Stuffy Doll is a construct, so that's all I have to say. What all is right. your next piece? All right, you're going to like this one. All right. So, Hermie, a dentist, uh -huh. and every dentist has to have a drill. Okay. So, at first, I was going to do Pythene Needle. That card sucks. So, of course, we're going to do your favorite. I explained this to my mom as well about, like, this is the drill. And she's like, why? It's like, because Mr. Combo, if there's anything that he likes more than just winning the game, it's milling, baby. And that's why we're pulling out our boy, Mind Crank. Oh, all right. Yeah, see? I told you. A taste. Two colorless for an artifact. Whenever an opponent loses life, that player mills that many cards. $2 has gone down quite a bit. Still a lot for an uncommon, but 
we're, this is like effectively going to be a red zone deck. Yeah. Right. Like we're we're coming in with menace creatures that are mm-hmm. big. We're coming in with flyers. We're coming in with orthopters. And this is it's the I hate to say this. It's the alter the brood argument. Which I know is probably coming up soon. No, I, I, I didn't include it in my list. Really? Well, because I talk about it enough, and I don't know how many ETBs oh, I'm going to sure. be truly getting. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, I'll have to. It could end up in the final list. We'll put it that yeah. way. But this one, it's like again, I oh, ex- yeah, it's just another card that rewards you for playing the game, right? You're Absolutely. attacking, you're milling. Again, if you run up against a graveyard matters deck, then mm-hmm. that that happens to be it, right? But oh yeah, this one card for two mana is going to get you what forty cards over the course of the game, at least, Hands if down. not more. Hands down. Well, and it then it becomes this thing though, where with our artifacts of menace, people will make the argument, I'd have to throw both of my two only creatures in front yeah. of it. I'll just take the six, or I'll just yep. take the ten. Right now it's. Do I want to take 10 and mill 10? I, I don't know. Right. And then it, it becomes really frustrating for them. And then it goes to another level to where when they're trying to figure out what they want to remove, do they actually remove Mind Crank? Or do they remove the thing that's giving all the artifacts Menace right, right, right. in Urza? So it kind of puts that modality into our opponent's hands. So I, I really like it for the list. Yeah. See, I told you. I got you. All right. Well, my next one, I kind of look at this as... Rudolph, and I know I'm kind of putting like some marvelness into this. So, but it's a little bit like Rudolph all of a sudden, like taking all the power of everyone supporting him and being like, I'm, I'm going to go through and I'm going to defeat the bad guy. And he does that when he's very glittery. And that's why I think oh, all that glitters yeah. is just so good in this deck. Yeah, it's really strong. Uh, colorless white enchantment aura. It's a dollar. Enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one for each artifact and or enchantment you control. Bare minimum, it's probably going to bring like 10 to 12 power yeah, per oh, you play it. Right. And then I don't know, like, do I put this on Urza? Do I put it on a construct? Right, right. It, it kind of it, it makes it to where I really have a lot of flexibility on what I but I'm put on a 2 1 flying inkling. Yeah. So I can right, get yeah. flying damage through. Right. So I, I think for a dollar and only two CMC, you have to put it in this. Deck. Do you see this as like, because again, it's not an aura deck, right? Do you see this as like a sort of berserk? effect right mm-hmm. where it's like even if you get one use out of this it's plus 12 plus 12 and it yeah. closes this is like the close this is like there's one person Hands left down. i have six things with menace yep. he can't stop all of it right yep. yeah 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 okay i like it i like it what did you think what would you think of nettle system in this deck as well yeah i'd probably put it in there you put it in there yeah. okay rad believe what, it what is your last use card okay so i was doing my deep dive in here okay. do you have any idea who king moon racer is <laughs> no okay i i must have blacked out during that part of this movie must have blacked out when i was 12 years old listen man i got uh, all that diet coke finally caught up with me but there's evidently king moose racer is like a griffin okay in the thing right griffins are so cards that work with this deck right so i was like okay what's kind of a griffin a sphinx right it's (laughs) close it's close ish right so there's a card here that doesn't see enough play in my opinion because it's just going to nuke someone and this is going to be something that's going to go right along with all the glitters magister sphinx cost you a lot Four colorless and Esper. That's a white, a blue, and a black for artifact creature Sphinx. It's a five-five flyer. Most importantly, when it enters the battlefield, target player's life total becomes ten on the nose for thirty-one cents. Seven, uh, seven drop. No. We got, we got piles of mana. This no. is this might as well be Exanguinate in this deck. See, you, that's that's you. You have this weird thing where you just assume there's going to be piles of mana floating we're around. We're playing an art, an Esper artifact deck. That's all we have. This card has seen the tests of time. You think this one? This and what, what's that quote from, oh God, uh, A Knight's Tale? It's like, you have been waned 
or you have been weighed, you have been measured, and you have been found not wanting. Oh wow, <laughs> that is Magister. Where did that come? What was the last time you saw that movie? Three days ago? Four days ago? Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, it was on Netflix. I was like, yeah, I'll watch that. Right, sure, whatever. It's a great movie. What I'm saying? Okay. Oh wait, hold on. Shit. Oh, I really screwed up. <laughs> okay. My my spice pick. Not legal today. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 your uh your time whatever that time stone is, the reserve list card where you can tap it and make an extra turn. But it was banned. Oh. All right, hold on. I can find. Some, I'll, I'll I will. Well, that's it. okay because I still have one yeast card left. In mine, I kind of looked at this as Santa Claus. <laughs> but trust me, nobody at the table is going to think it's Santa Claus. I think Jin Kataxis Progress oh. Tyrant <laughs> would be a banger in this deck. Wow! And just like Santa. It likes to produce, give you extra. Because he's just so grateful. Sure. Five colorless, blue, blue, legendary creature, Phyrexian Praetor. Whenever you cast an artifact, instant, or sorcery, copy that spell. You may choose new targets for the copy. It, it triggers only once each turn. So, hey, I'm a good boy. Sure. It's giving me extra presents. Right. Now, my opponents, on the other hand, they all get cold. They're, su they're stinkers. Because uh, whenever my opponents cast an artifact, instant, or sorcery spell, counter it. It only triggers once each turn. So yeah, we'll just we'll just say that this is probably backup commander. I'd say yeah, in the deck. absolutely. I think so, but this is also seven, right? Would you rather have this or Magister Sphinx? This really just because of the value it gets out of it, or what? Yes. Okay. All right. Like immediately, it's better. <laughs> but it doesn't put it doesn't end the game though. Neither does Magister Sphinx. It puts it to ten. Then you swing. We talked to our constructs are going to be ten plus. Yeah. They have Menace. So most likely I just swing three of them and I win. Yeah, when they're set at 10. But I'm going to get two of them through. Who has six creatures they can block with? No one. Exactly. That, you're proving, they have three. You're proving my point. No, because I could probably do 24 damage to them. Oh, so that, oh, you're saying that... It doesn't matter. Saying, I, see what, I see what you're saying. You're saying it the life... don't is. matter. <laughs> don't. Wait, hold on. Oh my God, I get to do this. I get to do this live. Wait. I know we kind of, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my God, this is, this is my dream. This is my dream. I get to do a drop live. Oh, and for those who didn't hear it. Wow. <laughs> With that, we're going to wrap up the yeast, and we're going to head over to the spice. And I will start this off. I actually have three spice cards. Oh. So uh, they're all real sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the first one is the end credits of the movie. Movie's got to end. Movie's got to end sometime. Final parting? No. Halo Fountain? Oh! Yeah! <laughs> Halo Fountain? Two colorless white artifact, uh, white tap, untap a tapped creature you control, aka a lot of our artifact creatures that are tapping for mana. Create a 1 1 green and white citizen creature token. I love creating off colored uh, tokens oh, and decks. Absolutely. Uh, white, white tap, untap two tapped creatures you control, draw a card. And then white, 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 <laughs> tap, untap. 15 tap creatures you control, you win the game. Um, and you can get it for 381. And it is an artifact in itself. Sure. So I don't know if I'm ever going to have 15 tap creatures, but I like the option. Let me ask you this, though, because I talked about this with Cameron, the Tree Folk Lord. Okay. Shout out to Cameron uh, on the episode that came out yesterday. yesterday. Okay. So this, I think this card is so good. That even the last clause doesn't, like, it's, like, a nice to have, right? Yeah. Like, you're still creating your tokens. You're still sure. getting your processions and that stuff. And sure. then you're also drawing cards. That's fair. And on a, on a three artifact in mono white or in any colors, I think that alone is worth it, right? 
And then eventually you have this like crazy Rube Goldberg scheme that we can get to where we might just outright win the game. Yeah. So that's, uh, do you agree with that? Like it's good. It's good enough with the first two. And then the last one is what pushes it from rare to mythic. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the re, so my opinion on the card is mono white. I'm not running it. Okay. Not, not going to happen. Not, um, not, not going to, not going to work. Not going to work. Artifacts. I, I could see. So for me, the the gimmick with this card is you have to have a way to have your creature. And normally, oh. the easiest way to do that is combat, but then you're yes. putting your resources at risk. So I feel like in a deck like what we're trying to build, where we are going to be tapping our artifact creatures for mana, that's a little bit different. Because we can literally just say, okay, I tap, float two white, two white, untap two creatures, and I just get them back, draw yeah. a card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I need to be able to have an easier way to... I just figured I have a copy of this that I bought that's really fancy, and I've been struggling on what deck to put it in. One of this is really good in Alibu's Artifact Association. Oh, of course. Ta- you're tapping everything, anyways. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> My money's not wasted. All right. Well, what is your first and maybe only spice? I got, okay, I got kind of two. Okay. Well, I kind of got three. So I'll get this one all the way. All right. I forgot that we were playing one of the few non red <laughs> artifact decks. So I put in. I originally put in Felden of the Third Path. Wow, it's a blunder. Wow, it's a big one. <laughs> so Felden of the Third Path is a colorless and a red red for human artificer legendary creature. That's a two three wow. two colorless and red tap. Create a token that's a copy of target creature card in your graveyard. Wow. In addition to its other types, it gains haste, sacrifice at the beginning. Of the next you just, well, you just wanted to put Santa Claus in the. Deck. I really did. I really, I really did. I was. Tr- I. It's. It's such a slam dunk, right? Like, look at this. Look at this guy. He's Santa Claus. How else do you? I mean, Shinnika taxes, sure, but this is Santa Claus. So, may, this might be a first for me. I don't think I've ever chosen a card that Way is that is unable. Way to go! Unable <laughs> to be in the deck. Well, I'm gonna we're gonna move on from that. Go right uh, got my next uh, spice card. This was also another version of Santa for me. Okay. And Oketra the True. Oh, so I think this is kind of a cool card in the deck. So three colorless white legendary creature god double strike indestructible. Catcher the True can't attack or block unless you control three or, uh, at least three other creatures, a.k.a. saying it can't go deliver presence without the reindeer. Yep. Three colorless white, create a 1-1 one, one white warrior creature token with Fidge. This is a 3-6. You can get for about $2. So I don't think we're ever going to have less than three other creatures. Because, I mean, okay. Urza on its own is producing two the turn it comes out. Right. So I, I think we're going to have that. So this is always going to be a 3-6 double strike blocker indestructible right. for me. And also, like we've talked about throughout this, we're going to have lots of ways for hopefully our artifacts can tap for mana. Yeah. And what better to just hold that stuff up in response? I am in blue. You don't know what kind of shenanigans yeah, I could be doing. And it turns out like, oh, I had eight mana open this whole time. Everyone's scared of Rift. No one plays anything. Okay, well, I'll just spend seven or spend the eight and create two uh, one uh, white, white uh, warriors. That then, get, that then get doubled annoyed in procession. That yep. then get pumped up and from Villanar. They tree. already have vigilance. Oh, yeah. So absolutely. like, yeah, I, I think this is, going i it's a spice card because i just for me this and the red god that one i think you can only attack or block when you have like one or less cards in hand these are usually like the worst ones in my opinion um the black one's not too great because i think that one you have to have a creature die for it to do anything but but it's all i think it comes i i mostly agree with you i think the red one's really strong I think the Wait, you think the red one's really no 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 sorry the red one's oh no and commander's horrible it's like borderline unplayable so I think 
The green one doubles or pumps up another creature for free for three mana. Solid. Mm-hmm. The blue one draws you a card. Well, but that one can only attack or block yeah. if you have seven or more cards in hand. So I also don't love that one. Yeah. So I think this one is probably, okay. I think this one's actually one of the best. Oh, that's fair. The black one, I think, I think it goes this one. And then the green one, it can only attack or block if you have. Eight or more power, some power or thing, or more yeah. power on board. Right. And it's got death touch, which yeah. is solid. It's a five five. But the thing about this, I think it's all the activated abilities, right? The mm-hmm. black one's decent because you can. It's a sack outlet that you pay for, sure. So you kind of get some value out of that. But I think this one, just being able to, to dump out creatures, is where you want to go. So yeah, that's I, fair. I, I'm big. I'm actually big on Oketra. Okay, fair enough. What's your second or last vice? Well, I panicked, and I'm just going to put this out there. If you have to have Santa represented here, you can put in Felden's Cane, which is not a good card. It's one colorless for uh, it's one colorless for an artifact. Wow! That you can tap, exile, and shuffle your graveyard in your library. Wow! So if you want to have Santa represented in your deck, this is the only way you can do so. Wow! I, listen, I I really you're, blund- you're struggling here. I really blundered it, but I got I got la- I got one more that not only is a fun pick that I think you'll like, but it also is inclusive. Well, my last one is Santa Slay. We're talking Parhelion the second, oh, uh, six yeah, colorless sure. white white legendary artifact vehicle flying first strike vigilance. And I mean, let's be honest. I get it, Santa's magic, but there's no way he fits the whole world's Christmas toys in his one little knapsack. That's ridiculous. I can see how they all get fit in this flying city. This flying building. Yeah. Uh, flying First Strike Vigilance and Menace with uh, our commander. Whenever it attacks, create two 4-4 four, four white angel creature tokens with flying and vigilance that are attacking through four. Sure. Um, and it's a 5-5 five, five in itself. You can get it for about $2. So... I, once again, I kind of put this in the spice because it is eight mana, yep. a, lot a lot of mana. mana. And so I, I don't know. It, it, once again, I think this is going to be there with your like Magister Finks as the world is like, am I truly going to get the impact on it sure. when it comes out? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But if I can, if I can fit it in and I don't have a whole lot of other top end artifacts or, you know, I haven't put, you know, smell Drazi or something in there. Yeah. Then I think this could, you know, be like at my eight per it do, And it does produce tokens, right? Which kind of plays fair. into everything yeah. else. So we're okay with that. Did you play, you weren't playing Arena with Grease Fang, right? I feel like, uh-uh. you, did you come back into that? Evidently this card was like the horror of Arena when Grease oh, Fang really? Started. Yeah, like everyone was running it. So I like, I think, I think it thematically works. I think it's probably pretty sweaty in the deck a little bit, but that's why it's the spice, right? Exactly. If you land this and have everything else lined up the way that you want it to, mm-hmm. I think you're going to be able to go off the races with it. That's fair. All right, Tuck, what is your actual real okay. spice pick instead of an illegal card, a really bad artifact? Yeah, that's, and that's now a playable one. So we did forget that during this time of, of Toyotathons, Luxus Decembers to Remembers, and Haunted Days, okay. we do forget that there is another religion that's celebrating out around this time. Quanta? Judaism. Okay. And they have their, I don't think it's a menorah, but they have their candles lit up, right? Yeah, it's the menorah. It's That's the menorah, yeah. right? Okay, the dreidel's the thing you spin. Yeah. yeah. I should know this because I just got literally Hebrew tattooed on my arm for my, wow. my <laughs> Israel time. But... I know that you like messing with other people okay. and taking away the resources yep. and still getting the value out of it. Right? Yep. We're gonna like we talked about. We have pile. We're gonna have piles of creatures that can tap for mana. Okay. Right. So if we throw in a nice twelve hundred dollar reserve <laughs> list under Candelabra of Thanos, oh my god, you can take someone. You can effectively time skip someone for doing nothing. So it's a one drop artifact, just like your uh, mono artifact. Excuse, excuse me. I've never seen that before. 
just like your boy, and it, it's been routed to X tap, untap X target lands. So if you need a little bit of juice for yourself, if you need a little bit of help, this can give it to you. If your creatures produce are producing only colorless, now okay. you can untap your own stuff, get into some sort of rig and rolls, put in your doubling cube, and now you just have a huge blowout for your Magister Sphinx, for your Parthelons, all that different stuff. But we want to be representative here in this holiday season. Now, my question to you is this. I know we're paring down and the old magic spend here. This has got to be this has got to be top of the list, right? No, it's so bad. It is literally unplayable. Literally, unless your lands are tapping for double. But what if you want to? You need that red. You still need that white, black, blue. Okay, all right. Real talk. I panicked. I thought this was tapping other people's lands. No, <laughs> no, untapping. No, even in the rules, it's like you may untap your opponent's lands there, if desired. Isn't, isn't there isn't there something where it's X tap any target amount of lands? No, I don't think exist? so. Well, I mean, maybe, but then your opponent's just tap in response, and you just well, wasted you do, your mana. You do it in upkeep and just time walk Aaron, single Aaron. <laughs> Look, listen, I'm not. I'll be honest out here. As soon as that, as soon as I looked and felt into my spice this, in the cold light of this brutally cold day, I panicked. I panicked big time. Oh my gosh! Well, uh, yeah, bet you guys are glad we are at the end of the episode. Uh, and if you enjoyed the content or hearing about illegal magic decks. Uh, be sure to subscribe. Uh, hit that <laughs> notification button for whenever we go live on Twitch and YouTube or just when our actual recorded content comes out. If you'd like to get a hold of us and ask us questions, here's how you can do that. You can reach me at Number 5 on Twitter, all spelled out except for five. Big Tuck, it's only been two days since we last recorded. Or have you come up with a gimmick in two days? No, but I did comment on Twitter. Oh, TikTok tweeting for our one of our friends over at Drunken Elder Highlander, Kevin K. Ellis. I don't know if he yeah. wants. Yeah, and he's he's looking to be on stream. So, quick shout out to him. And that's pretty much all I use Twitter for. All right, <laughs> uh, you can reach our main account at CMD Tatter on Twitter as well. We've also uh, been able to grant access to SE Sharpie and Marketing Ross, so they will also be piloting our primary Twitter account. Mm -hmm. Uh, you guys are going to see a lot more engagement, polls, questions, you know, random deck thoughts, uh, letting you know when the content drops. Uh, so be sure to follow that. If you'd like to see the video and see the uh, list for this deck and the cards we talked about, you can just go to cmdtower.com slash bnbe166. And of course, if you'd like to support us, there's a myriad of ways you could do that. Patreon.com slash cmdtower, etsy.com, cmdtower in the search bar, and abyssproxyshop.com. And when you make a purchase, use code CMD Tower for 10% off. So big tuck, our last holiday episode. No, it's sad. Urza, Chief Artificer, and uh, Rudolph and the Island of Misfit Toys. Do you think this deck is playable? And do you feel like we synergized it with the movie well? I would go yes and yes. Okay. Right? Like uh, I think it's I think, like I said up front, I think if you want to build this deck, you can just do it as, uh, like, the the Sphinx guy that I have mm -hmm. as an Esper or whatever you want, right? You can just be like, okay, I'm just shoveling in all good artifacts and yep. just doing that, and it's boring. Uh, but I think if you want to take a theme, if you want to take a little bit of a, a stroll off the beaten path, Ooh. you take a left instead of a right, which is big fish, right? Anyways, the point being is, like, I think I think that this deck is going to be very strong. Anyway, okay. I think the commander's really strong. And I do like this idea of like offset tokens, not just going all in on artifact creatures, yep. like having some support there, I think is really going to make it feel unique and playable. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Is this, is this going to be your artifact deck? I think I might make this my artifact you deck. You think so? Plus, you know, my Esper deck we've been trying to replace for a while. Oh, That's yeah. That's that Aloro deck. You still have that? Yeah. Cool. I couldn't figure out anything to replace it with. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, uh, now granted, I don't, I, I think the issue with that Aloro deck 
is every time I've looked at this, I'm like, okay, I'll dismantle this, use parts. It's like the only parts in here I would even put in the other deck is like oh, Heuristic Study, Smothering Tide, Cyclonic Rift, Counterspell, Force of Will. In the lands, that's it, right? Yeah. yeah. And then everything else is all life gain related, which has nothing to do with an artifact deck. So I think, unfortunately, Loro might just be around forever, but I do want to just replace it. And yeah, and I, and I think this, you know, after I build our my Drinkathon Optimus Prime deck, I think this will be my next go around because I think I could at least do something fun with artifacts. Yeah, for sure. Now, here's my question to you. Yeah. Do you just buy the pre-con if you can get it for 40 bucks? It depends on how many of the cards out of the pre-con I would actually use. Ooh, okay. So, because the mana base will be trash. I mean, well, Good, yeah. Sorry, it's not trash. It's just I have a better mana uh, base. On, 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 how, about, how about we go with unoptimized? There we go. How about that? Uh, I will be using an optimized <laughs> mana base. Uh, and we know it didn't come with Rhystic Study, Smothering Types, Cyclonic Rift. Sure. Force of Will, Pact of Negation. It didn't come with any of those staple what Esper cards. Did? It would have been like that damn vampire deck. Oh, oh it's yeah. $150 to buy it. Or the heads I ta- win, tails you lose. Well, that w- that's just because the entire deck is custom. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, it's sure, all sure. art you cannot get elsewhere. And I think that deck, there's you're able to get a foil copy of a card that is not available in foil. And it's a super popular card. Is Jen a free? No. No, 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 no. It's a, I think it's a white card. Oh. Yeah. But wait, I, what? Wait, 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 no, it can't be a white card. It's red and uh, blue. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I don't remember what it is. We'll have to look, we'll it, look up. it up. But yeah, no, I, I mean, if there was at least the dollar amount value in there, I, then I would go ahead and do it. But I mean, like, you know, we're trying to part down our collections. If I'm only using six cards out of there and I'm just the other 94 going to go into my bolt. Yeah. It's like, what good does that? Yeah, mean? right. There's uh, a chance so, you can play it as is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I definitely think we fit the theme well. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting how you and I kind of came at like the different aspects of the uh, movie that we probably haven't seen in forever. And you didn't right. want to spend $9 to see it. You should have gone to my illegal website. What am I made? Oh, that actually would have been, no, that actually <laughs> it was on my dad's TV. Do you have any, I can't even get into this right now. <laughs> well, you know what we can get into the outro. Peace. Peace.